Hello, and welcome to the Ground and Grow podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Estenson-Williams. I'm a Minnesota-based marriage and family therapist, yoga teacher, and I create mental health content to help you ground and grow. I hope you enjoy this episode. Now let's begin. Hello. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about what I, as a therapist, think it means to invest in your therapy. So therapy has become a little bit trendy, a little bit popular, and in many ways that is so great because it is so normalized as a space that we can connect to for healing if we're struggling with anything at all, which um, I think I think we all need to know that that is a safe space we can all access. And I think it's also really important to recognize that therapy is an investment. It's not something that we can necessarily say, oh, I hear therapy works. I'm going to sign up for a couple sessions and I, I think I'll, I'll be better. Things will be okay. And that's not really how therapy works. Therapy is an investment of so much of, of you and your experience. And so it is important to be mindful of, hey, am I signing up for therapy in a place where I do have that energy to really commit to my healing process? Um, which it doesn't mean that it has to feel okay and easy. It's understandable if you're coming to therapy, you might already be feeling overwhelmed or struggling or maybe have a hard time connecting to what energy you have to give into the process. That's okay. And I would say, you know, with your therapist in that first session, maybe even talk about that and let them know what amount of energy you can invest into the process. And they can give you some recommendations and, and different things. And they can work with you to help you get to a place where things are a bit more grounded so you can invest in the healing process a bit more. So it doesn't mean that you have to be 100% ready to go right off the bat, but to be intentional in your process. So I'll talk about a few things that we invest in the process and what I see from my work with clients, what amount of investment in each of those I see to be the most helpful in terms of working towards your goals. So the first one is time, investing your time in the process. So it means being willing to go to more than just two or three sessions, uh, being consistent in it. So what I always tell clients when we start off is, you know, if you can commit to weekly or every other week for at least three to six months, that is going to give you a bigger payoff because you're going to be in the process of it. You're going to be, you know, connecting to it on that, you know, weekly or every other week basis, tapping into what you're working on. I find that if clients start off and they can only pop in every month or so in the beginning, sometimes it's hard to feel like you're really getting traction because it might feel like each session you're just kind of catching up on things um, and and learning you know sharing sharing with your therapist so they can learn about you sometimes it can feel hard to feel like you're making some headway without that initial consistency so a lot of my clients will start off pretty frequently in that first you know six months or so sometimes it's longer sometimes it's a little shorter it kind of depends on 
what they're working on, um, as well as how much therapy they've had in the past and how much they've worked on before. And then knowing that it might continue to be a long-term process. While some people certainly can jump in for six months and maybe they don't need therapy for a long time, often I see, you know, starting off with that higher consistency in the beginning and then maybe transitioning with the support of your therapist. So talking with your therapist on what that's going to look like and how to do that so that you can keep checking in on is this working or not, Um, but transitioning out to some lower frequency. So it might be, you know, if you were coming in every other week initially, you might transition to every other week, see how that feels. Then maybe you do monthly or quarterly. Um, And then knowing that it's nice to have that option to just pop in as needed. And this is going to vary by therapist and by specialty. Some therapists don't do super long-term work, and that's okay because they've they've got their niche and, and what they do. But for me and the work that I do, um, which might resonate to you if you are a listener that isn't just hopping into this for your first um, listen, which maybe you are. Welcome. Wonderful to see you. But if you have connected to my podcast episodes before, you're probably on the attachment train a little bit, and I think that is more long-term work. So the beginning phase where we're coming in more consistently, we might be you know, delving into some present concerns, unpacking some history of attachment stuff, exploring what we want to connect to for ourselves. And once we feel pretty good with that, feel pretty solid with how we're honoring space for ourselves, how we're communicating our boundaries, all of that jazz, then we might slowly phase out And when we're feeling really confident in it, we might just pop in as needed. So I'll have clients, and this is what I do with my therapist too, um, pop in whenever it feels needed. So for example, when I um, had my baby, I I said, hey, can I come in for a little, you know, back to a more regular consistency for a little period of time because I'm in this big transition in my life. And then once I was feeling a bit more smooth in that transition, phasing out to just, if something happens, sending my therapist an email, seeing when their next opening is, so we can process whatever I'm navigating in that moment. So I think that it can be valuable if you are someone who thinks that long-term work and that long-term relationship with a therapist might be helpful in your work. Um making sure you work with a therapist who enjoys doing that kind of long-term work as well, long-term work as well. Um, so that is another like time investment of knowing that it's not going to be just three to six months, wash your hands of it. Now you're good and you're moving on. Um, but knowing that therapy might be a great space to reconnect to the things that you've been working on. So you can apply them in new situations um, or in new circumstances that you're facing in life. The next investment that I see is energy. So are we being present in our therapy sessions is one, um, as well as are we being present in our process in between sessions? So I notice um, over time a shift in as I've really narrowed down into my niche of attachment trauma as well as perinatal mental health, you know, getting some more of my ideal clients who really want to do the work that I do and, and it, you know, really resonates with both of us well. 
um, I've noticed an increase in overall investment in the therapy process, right? People who tend to work with me really want to work with me. And so that works out really well. So they are present in those sessions rather than historically when I've been at bigger practices, you know, often, and, and this is totally okay, there's nothing wrong with this, but often, you know, a client might just be calling a clinic and seeing who's got an opening and, you know, jumping into that. And they still do great work and can come to some great healing with whatever they're coming in with. Um, but working with a therapist who really specializes in whatever you're working on doesn't have to be like a hundred percent match, but someone who, who you feel like you really resonate with, who you feel like, yeah, I can be present and I can practice vulnerability and share what I'm working on and going through is it makes a big difference. And it does not have to mean that you feel a hundred percent comfortable with that right away. I think all of us therapists know that starting therapy can be really nerve wracking and it takes time for each client to find their comfort level and to open up and, and all of that. So it doesn't mean you have to jump right into that 100% energy investment. Um, but knowing that, hey, I'm working towards practicing vulnerability and being open and being present in my process and also doing that in between sessions. So most of the time with a client, you know, I'll make some recommendations of things that they can practice in between sessions. Sometimes that's going to be like a therapy skill or um, a somatic practice that can support their self-care and all of that. Um, sometimes it's just continuing to reflect on what we've been processing and be intentional with their actions or how they're showing up with others or whatnot. Um, so it's not always like a strict homework assignment, but it is something for them to focus on and connect to in between sessions. And that, of course, helps a lot as well. I notice for me myself too, right? In between therapy sessions, if I'm connecting to what me and my therapist are processing through, I'm gonna get so much more out of it, right? If you're going to weekly therapy, you see your therapist for probably one hour a week, uh, maybe 45 minutes, right, for the therapy hour. And that's not a lot of time. Um, it's a great amount of time to, yeah, dive into and identify some things to work on, but the main work is gonna be in between sessions. So if you can invest your energy in between sessions, you're going to get so much more out of it. And that's where you're going to practice these things with yourself and with the people in your life where it, where it really matters. Um, of course, it's great to practice it with your therapist because that's a safe place to start. Uh, but working to increase that connection outside of the therapy space too. And then finally, and this one I think is a little complicated, is investing your finances in it. And this isn't saying the more you pay for therapy, the better it will be for you. I don't mean that. But I do recognize that in the U.S. where I'm a therapist, therapy is not free. Even if you're using insurance, therapy is not free. Therapy can be really expensive in a lot of ways. And while I do want to validate and hold space that that is a barrier to therapy, um, and that could be like a whole other podcast episode. But this one, um, I'm going to talk more just about how if we are willing to prioritize and invest our finances in therapy, that that can be really helpful for us. So, of course, right, um, utilizing insurance in different pieces can be wonderful. And, you know, sometimes that means 
calling your insurance company, seeing what your benefits are, researching therapists that take that insurance. So that's, you know, um, an investment in your energy to have that little benefit of finances for sure. Um, and it also might be going out of network and finding a therapist that way too. So if your insurance doesn't offer great benefits, um, or if you're having a hard time getting in with a therapist that specializes in what you want to work with, that also takes your insurance, which is a bit more of a common thing these days. Um, it might be being willing to do out of pocket therapy. And whether you are paying your copays or paying, you know, some partial split with insurance or paying out of pocket, that investment is important and it can be worth it. I am not saying run yourself into debt to go to therapy. Please don't do that. Um, you know, be, be wise with what is going to help you feel balanced overall. But if there is money that you can allocate towards your therapy, it's a worthy investment. Now I get like, even if you're just paying like a $35 copay every week, like that's a lot of money. Um, and of course, if you're paying, you know, your therapist rate of $150 a session each time, that's definitely a lot of money and, and it adds up over time. And so I'm not making light of that financial investment. And from my experience, it is so, so incredibly worth it. And I know we could like have a whole conversation of um, how that this is a really tough, tough piece in our country that mental health isn't supported and um, financial comfort for therapists isn't supported and all of these different things. But I won't necessarily get into all that in this episode. But um, if you're not going to break the bank and, and maybe need to reprioritize money for a little bit to afford therapy with a therapist that is gonna really support you and fits in with the growth that you're working on, it can be a wonderful investment that pays off in the years to come. Um, so I know that can feel kind of scary to, maybe you don't even know this therapist and maybe an intake session sometimes can cost $200 or something like that. That feels <laughs> like a scary thing. Um, if your therapist that you want to meet with offers a free consultation, take advantage of that to make sure it feels comfortable before you sign up to spend a lot of money on that first session. Um, but it can be really worth it. And, and we know, right, research shows when we have some financial investment, we're going to be more invested in the process. So, of course, I've had many clients who, you know, came to me through insurance in the past when I accepted insurance, who are really invested in their process and made so much growth from that. And I'll also name that now that I am private pay and don't accept insurance, um, clients who are investing some of those financial pieces into it are going to be a bit more invested because they're paying a lot of money for it and they want to make sure they're getting their money's worth. So they are going to be mindful of, you know, jumping into that process, being present and doing what they can in between sessions. Um, one, to make it worth it, but also, you know, to hopefully reduce the frequency that they have to be coming in at that high frequency or the amount of time that they have to come in for that higher frequency. So all of these things um, can be complicated in their own ways, but the investment in the process makes a big difference. And of course, it's important to, you know, be wise about it, right? Like if you're thinking about the time that you're investing and, and maybe every week 
therapy is really hard with your work schedule um, and your therapist's availability, um, if that's causing you a lot of stress and it's easier to shift to every other week, go for that, right? Obviously talk with your therapist about it to make sure that uh, works for you, but make sure that the investment feels balanced with what you can offer, right? Don't burn yourself out in therapy just to invest everything in it. But I want to make the note of investing in our process makes a really big difference with the outcome that we have. Again, it's not something we can just say, oh, I'm going to therapy, show up for a few sessions and see transformation. Um, if therapists could work miracles, they would love to do that for you. And it, it is a process. And of course, it's the investment that your therapist is putting into it, but it's really the investment that you are putting into it. And, and just from, from my perspective, in my own experience, right, I have felt so much wonderful transformation from my own therapy in ways that I've really wanted to grow and explore and it almost feels funny looking back on before I started therapy and what I struggled with. And I still struggle with a lot of the same things, but they feel so different. They feel so much lighter most of the time. And I see that with my clients too. I, this episode is kind of inspired with some recent conversations with clients where we're just pausing and reflecting on the amount of growth that they've had. And there's still growth that they want to do. And we're still working together on those things. But you know, it's always nice with a client who maybe is struggling with a situation and when I can pause and say, how might you have dealt with this six months ago or a year ago or whatever timeline it is? And um, it can kind of put things in perspective of like, yes, this is hard right now, but oh my gosh, look how far I've come. Those are wonderful, beautiful moments. So I'll, I'll wrap up on that. But yeah, just the final note of Healing is possible. Healing is possible. Connecting to your investment in the process will help get you there. And you can get there. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If I referenced any links in this episode, you can find them below in the show notes. If you like the Ground and Grow podcast, I would greatly appreciate a rate and review from wherever you're listening so that others can find us too. If you'd like to be the first to know when new episodes are coming out, you can subscribe as well as follow me on Instagram at Kayla Estenson Wellness for all updates. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.